listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenology club. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. Hello. Welcome back to Phenomenology Club, the official podcast series of... Wait, no. Welcome back to Talk About It, the official official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. I'm Buttress, the wise and benevolent host hailing to you from New Jerusalem. How are y'all doing? Hope you're okay. I'm supposed to be doing stuff. Um, not supposed to be doing this, but I really wanted to talk about this because, um, because I'm bothered. I'm annoyed. I'm aggravated. And that usually is what serves as the overwhelming impetus for any of the topics I decide to come on in here and talk about abolish the police let's talk about it um because this is a relevant topic right I honestly you know I am annoyed I'm annoyed because I feel like what I'm about to say is so obvious it's stupid everything that I have to say here is obvious I'm not a scholar on this topic I have one of the most superficial understandings of this topic period but I feel annoyed and aggravated and like I need to come in and talk about this because I want to make an appeal an appeal to all of you any of you who might be listening the appeal that I want to make is that please please if you have absolutely no understanding of the history of any sort of police abolitionist movements, if you have never read any author, any of the, the f- uh, foundational people who have made such a proposition, abolish the police, if you have no idea what the history or underlying arguments are for this thing, please stop talking about it because you sound like a fucking idiot. Please, <laughs> like, I have never, no, that's a lie, but I'm, I have rarely witnessed such idiocy from people who think that because they've heard the phrase abolish the police and understand what the words abolish and police mean, think that they understand what is being called for with this proposition and also that they know why. Because I am just hearing the dumbest fucking arguments. People people who are saying abolish the police seem to think that they understand what is being called for and why. I have seen people say things like, like (laughs) they think that the reason um we want to abolish the police 
uh, is because we don't need any sort of armed force of any sort of individuals to do a thing like enforce laws against anything. We need to be working towards a nonviolent society, a society where nobody's ever armed. And, you know, we can rehabilitate rapists and murderers and all these things. And it's it's wrong to even to even it's wrong to be aiming for anything other than some totally nonviolent society where weapons don't exist and we all fucking hold hands and sing fucking kumbaya to each other all day like are you serious pick up a fucking book how can you say that you're on this stance of abolish the police if people who who have originally made this proposition to abolish the police this is not what they're calling for this is not what they're saying they're not saying that we need no armed force of people ever in any hypothetical society even the most utopian one possible this is not what people are calling for they're saying we need to abolish the system of existent police the police force that we have in the united states of triple k america and also other police forces uh, around the world we need to abolish these specific institutions because in america especially the police have a job and responsibility that far supersedes what they are capable of doing. Because, you know, for obvious reasons, they're not even capable of doing the most necessary tasks of a police force. The tasks that will be necessary even if and when we do abolish the police. Okay? Okay? God damn it! It's like everyone's stupid! But that's not a new development, right? I mean, come on. What the fuck? This is why I'm saying, please, if you are not familiar with any of the existing arguments, please do not assume that because you know what the word abolish means, and you know what the word police means, that you know what is being argued, and that you can make these arguments. You are literally stupid. You're stupid. And you, you, yes, I'm pointing at you, you, are serving as an obstacle in the actual efforts to abolish the police. You are a problem. You are creating an unnecessary obstacle to these necessary efforts of abolishing the police by going on and talking about your stupid fucking ooh nonviolent societies. Violence is bad. We don't need people to be in arms. We gotta re- rehabilitate people. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, you, you. Anyway. You people that think you know what this means because you know what the word abolish means. Let's talk about it. What does abolish mean, Merriam-Webster? Abolish. Abolish. Transitive verb. To end the observance or effect of something, such as a law, to completely do away with something. So now some of you may be saying, but Buttress, this definition has just said to do completely away with something. Why are you disparaging me for pulling justifications out of my ass? Because I just think that there should be no armed force of anything. And this is what abolish the police means, right? Right? Well, you, you, yes, you. The problem for one is that the police, as they exist are not synonymous with an armed force of people that enforce the law, whatever the law may be in whatever society we're discussing. This is the problem and exactly the problem why we need to abolish the police. Because the specific role of policemen 
is not to simply be some sort of armed emergency unit that responds to emergency calls, okay? That's not what they exist to be. If you ask me, and I think most people, most people will tell you that yes, we do need some sort of, especially in a country like ours where every fucking redneck has an AR-15, yes, we do need some sort of armed force that is there for things like emergency calls, you know, someone's trying to bust into your fucking house and, uh, you know, with their AR-15 and kill your kids, kill your wife, kill your pets, you want somebody to call, especially if you don't have an AR-15, right? You want someone to call and help you against your redneck neighbor trying to bust your door down and kill your entire family and all the generations that will proceed from you, right? This is not what the, the police exist to do, you know? So if you are equating the police with any sort of armed guards or, or people, period, this is a problem you have. These things are not equivalent. They are not synonymous. Part of the problem with our police force is that the roles and responsibilities that we give to them far, far supersede what they're actually capable of. They're not capable of doing even this, this most necessary test being some sort of emergency unit because it is clear that they can't even fucking handle not shooting down black people, even the black people who call them for emergencies. So, forget about all the other shit they're supposed to do. They can't even do the one thing that I think most people would agree the police really should be there. Some sort of police should be there to do, you know. But beyond this, you know, when what people are saying when we talk about abolishing the police, it is not to abolish literally anything <laughs> that the police currently do. But we need to start, start it all over. I, as somebody who, or no, I, ha I have, I have an idea, you know, metaphors, metaphors really help people understand things sometimes, you know, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are artists, and some of you are uh, musicians, I produce music, I think you can look at it kind of like this, this sounds so stupid, I'm, I'm mad that I'm even saying this, it's, it's stupid, but it's true. Have you ever started an art project that you really wanted to commit to and you do all this work and maybe you're sort of in the preliminary phases of even learning the kind of software, say you're learning Ableton or something, you're not quite sure how to use all the warp markers, you like put 10 EQs on the thing, your project becomes a fucking mess as you start it and you're not entirely sure what you're doing, you just know that oh I want to have this kind of a thing, you do the whole thing and then you're like, by the time you get to the finishing stages or you want to take it to the next place, you're like, damn, this thing kind of serves the original purpose I gave to it, but it's just so confusing. I'm going to start it over. So you delete the whole project, you import the necessary files that you need it, and you start it over anew. This is oftentimes a necessary process when you're trying to rebuild a thing, you know. So I think this is also, too, why people say, forget restructuring. Because it's not that, you know, restructuring isn't the basic principle that underlies what people are calling for. It's that sometimes a system is so conflated, so confusing, so all over the place that the most efficient way of reaching this goal that you have to restructure the thing is actually to delete the entire fucking thing and start over. This is how you can conceptualize it, you know. And I, I think that it's absolutely true. And this is why I started this 
upload or live stream with an appeal appeal to all of you who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about to stop talking because you're actually an obstacle in the efforts to abolish the police by going on about your dumbass shit um <laughs> like sex sucks everyone in new jersey gets tasers that's fucking right oh speaking of reading before i forget uh we have a reading series now i've created a free and public discord server we're meeting every sunday into the foreseeable future i'm actually posting the reading for this sunday tonight in there because i've been late on that i'm sorry but we are meeting this sunday just as we'll be meeting every sunday into the foreseeable future to discuss some political readings and essays uh, as they relate to current events, specifically topics like the police, the prison system, and the U.S. motherfucking government. Last time we spent four hours, nearly four hours, discussing our reading of the U.S. Constitution and uh, another text. Um, I'm looking at the comments real quick. M. I was the victim of domestic abuse this quarantine, and although I'm very anti-cop, I'm pretty fucking glad that I was able to call men with guns when I found myself in a violent situation. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that that happened to you. Fuck that. Um, that's terrible. And honestly, I have to say, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm not glad, because the way you brought it up is really disheartening, and I'm sorry. I hope that you're safe now and okay. But, uh, I've, I've seen this, too, alongside all the fucking dumb takes about how uh, we just need to, like, work towards, like, getting people to not be violent anymore takes, you know. All these other people don't know what they're talking about. I've also seen people, like, act like women who are afraid of things like sexual assault, rape, uh, domestic abuse. That they are so silly to think that a thing like police will be necessary because what percent of rapes are prosecuted? And to this I say... I don't even understand what the relevance of this criticism is because policemen don't prosecute rape. Policemen are supposed to be there in the instance, in the moment of assault so that you can call them, you know? This thing is absolutely necessary. There's never going to be a world where there's no violent uh, situations where you're going to want to be able to call someone to help you out of it, you know? Like, hello, I don't know why people are talking about the rate of rape prosecution, which is an entirely different problem, a problem with our justice system, you know, where it's absolutely true. Rapists aren't prosecuted. Most women don't even go to the police because why the fuck would you? The police fucking suck. They don't know how to handle rape and they certainly don't know how to prosecute rape, but prosecuting rape is not their job, you know. Their job and something we do need uh, an armed, an armed force <laughs> I don't know what to call them. An armed group of people for. Uh, also, I'd like to say that they shouldn't all be men. I think this is a problem. I think that it's fucked up that men can even arrest women. I'm so uncomfortable when I even see cops like hog tying women and throwing them around. Male cops should not be arresting female citizens unless it's absolutely necessary. I don't give a fuck cancel me i don't know why you would <laughs> but also there should be no male guards in female prisons that's a whole other topic what was i saying oh yeah the moment of emergency the, obviously there needs to be somebody you could call and the fact that a lot of women don't call the police in these moments of emergencies and that when they do call the police the police fail that's not any reason for saying well fuck it you know they still there still needs to be something here you know, the fact that the thing here right now fucking sucks and doesn't fucking work is obviously a fucking problem. But regardless, 
I am definitely on the side of the abolish the police stance, but this is one more time why I started with an appeal because the people who also seem to think they're on the abolish the police stance don't understand what it means to abolish the police and think that we're saying abolish any sort of armed force of people that can be there in the moment of emergency. I think police should resemble something like firefighters or EMTs, you know, it should be their only job to respond to violent emergency scenarios you know that's it we don't need them to solve crimes we should have actual scientists doing things like forensics i don't understand why detectives have to be policemen that's stupid especially since being a detective is cool and i feel like a lot of cool people would be detectives but they're cool people so they don't want to be cops so they don't become cops i mean shit i would want to be a detective being a detective is pretty fucking cool call me vincent d'onofrio bitch you know but I don't want to be a fucking cop, so I'll never be a detective unless I could be a detective without being a cop. That would fucking rule. Am I right? Have why, why are cops doing fucking homicide investigations? Like, please, the standard of of being a, a cop, period, what you need to what standard you need to meet to be a cop is just so uh, there is no fucking standard. Like they go to police academy for like a fucking week. Like, come on. Come on. Hey, Maggie. I love detecting, right? Being a detective would be fucking cool. Am I right? Okay, I'm going to keep rolling up, scrolling up. Let's read some more comments. <clears throat> hey, I don't know how to say this name. I can't read it. Ali Isa, is that it? Or is that an I, Isa? I don't know. Hey, I just got here, but I've been thinking a lot about this, and I have noticed that the police have many jobs that they have no that have nothing to do with them. Some of their jobs could be replaced by social workers. Abolishes to end something. Yeah, absolutely, and that's part of what I'm talking about here. And this is I absolutely agree with this, and I'm glad that a lot of people are actually talking about this right now. But what I'm upset by. <laughs> is uh, people who seem to not understand what is being called for and are actually creating a false equivalent between what the police are and what someone could consider might be the one necessary task of the police, which I think would be something like some sort of armed uh, emergency response unit, you know, to disarm school shooters and uh, murders in progress, things like this, only to be available for the moment of emergency. Things like EMTs and firefighters, you know, all the other jobs they have which are so many you know get rid of them uh, cops also just kick homeless people out of certain areas you know they fucking uh I, they do so much shit like we're saying solving crime forensics and shit what the fuck do the cops know about fucking blood spatters they don't know shit i bet i know more okay because i've watched every episode of what's it called on netflix what's that fucking show called <laughs> I don't know, but I've watched it. H.G. <clears throat> Fields. American education is in dire need of funding, I suspect, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it pisses me off, too, while we're getting mad that we never talk about this. About how we need to end all privatized schooling, period. 
Private schools should be outlawed. It functions the same way as private health care, you know, where, uh, where marginalized and poorer people don't have access to the same standard of care as richer people. It's so fucked up, especially since the victims of this inequality are children. Every child should have equal right to education. It's so fucked up that the children who exist in poverty get shafted by our public schooling systems. It's absolutely absurd and fucked up up it perpetuates cycles of poverty generational poverty and and uh not fit meeting the same standards of education it's fuck we need to talk about it more that was the one thing i liked about bernie sanders because he talked about education as a priority a lot um i don't know shit about anything so i'm not even going to talk about bernie sanders but that was my favorite thing uh that he was standing for gotta say we don't talk about this enough end private schooling Emily, we should do a conversation to discuss what we really need cops for, like we did the Constitution, like break down their responsibilities and how we can redelegate these jobs. I agree, Emily. Like I said, the only job, and I'll pose this question to you. What do you guys think? The only job that I think cops have right now that should remain after we should abolish the police because i agree that we should abolish the police they have way too many jobs and they don't need to do most any of them the only job i think that cops currently hold and that we will need even after abolishing the police is simply to be some sort of armed emergency response unit to be the people you call when there's an active school shooting when your neighbor is trying to murder you with their gun when someone is trying to rape you and drag you into their van on the street these are the kinds this is what i think cops need to exist for and also they would probably take care of things like transferring uh you know violent criminals to and from court or wherever the fuck violent criminals go you know like i don't know but you know basically just a group of people that are supposed to respond not be out there looking for trouble. Respond only when you call them when there is trouble and that trouble involves some sort of violence or weaponry and there needs to be someone responding with violence and weaponry, obviously. They get the strongest tasers. What else? Do you guys, can you think of anything else? No, it's not Criminal Minds, Lex. <laughs> it's a true crime show. What the fuck is it called? While you answer the question, I, I just answer what I think we need something like the police force for this emergency response unit. Uh, what, what else would there be? Can you guys think of anything? Because I'm sure maybe they do something that I'm not thinking of that they should keep doing. But beyond this, yeah, no. I would just say the management of violent situations and only exist if there's a problem, like firefighters. Firefighters don't stroll around looking for fires. You call the firefighters if there's a fucking fire. And firefighters are also uh, unpaid volunteers for the most part, which is crazy. I am conflicted because, you know, obviously I think firefighters deserve to be paid, but I also am all for people not getting paid, especially to do these kinds of things. I mean, people shouldn't get paid, period, but we're not there yet, you know. Let's not even go there. This is how I feel. But I think that cops shouldn't be paid either in this system. EMTs and firefighters aren't paid. Cops shouldn't be paid either. It should be volunteers fuck it <laughs> i'm not getting into that discussion because i don't have strong convictions there maybe i changed my mind it's hard to theorize about money and payment and shit when we live in such a fucking corrupt capitalist society 
What is this show called? True crime show on Netflix. I think it's called... No. Damn, what's it called? Oh, it's killing me. What's it called? It's like the forensic fucking show. Hold on, I have to turn the air conditioning on. It's so fucking hot. Tiger King? Tiger King is true crime? Okay. No. 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 Damn, I really can't find it. Okay, forget it. Oh, that's pissing me off. Alright, I'm gonna keep reading. <laughs> you guys are funny. In Northern Ireland, we don't have a pro proper mental ward from underfunding, so my social workers literally call the police with no mental health crisis training to sit with me if I'm in danger. It's BS. Ugh, that's crazy. Okay, can I, can I tell you something? This is only tangentially related, but it's a hot take that I'm sure will come up eventually as time progresses and these conversations unfold, so I'm just going to hit you with it now. I have uh, some controversial feelings. Wait, is my air conditioning too loud? Tell me if it is. So I have some, uh, I wouldn't call them controversial, but I guess they conflict with what a lot of other people uh, have ideas about as it relates to things specifically like rehabilitating violent people and shit like this. I've talked about it a little bit on this channel before, but I'm just going to repeat the take because I know it's going to come up again soon. I just know it. And this is something I want you guys all to think about because I think that it's uh, provocative. I think that while I absolutely agree that violent criminals can be reformed in the sense that I think people can commit crimes for all sorts of reasons that, you know, uh, they may come to regret and they may actually not be bad people. They got caught up in a moment or whatever. And it's also true, of course, that we live in a society in America, especially where people who are in poor communities and communities that are plagued by violence be by design, you know, in communities that are absolutely plagued with violence because of this white supremacist world nation that we live in, you know, and so people who I think are not inclined to violence become active participants in violence because of it, you know, I think these types of people especially can be reformed, but assuming that we created some sort of hypothetical utopian type not really utopian but a better society where we didn't experience this kind of thing where everybody had some sort of equal predisposition to committing violence or to not committing violence assuming we corrected this first and foremost i have to say i don't believe in entrusting the state or any government with any sort of rehabilitation type responsibilities because i don't think that any country any state can do a thing like uphold some sort of moral standard for what makes a good or a bad person you know i'm not saying that this is impossible that people can't become rehabilitated even if they're violent criminal rapists murderers whatever even these people i think potentially can but i don't think that it is the role of the government and i don't think any of you would really want to live in a government that felt it was its role to tell you what a rehabilitated person looks like 
the government should have no say in what makes a person good or bad. I mean, psychiatry barely is held to no fucking standard. And this would have to be the tool that was used to rehabilitate people, no? I don't want to live under any government that has some sort of moral theory about what makes a person good or bad or rehabilitated or violent. As far as violent criminals go, I think that if you are a rapist or a murderer, you should be forced to leave. You should be cast out. And so in that sense, it would also be incumbent on the government to create a territory that people could be cast out to. Because I don't believe in prisons either, but I think prisons are a necessary evil at the moment because we have nowhere else to remove violent people. And of course, this is not how prisons function in the U.S. either, which is why we talk about abolishing prisons, you know. It's not that we don't believe in the theoretical ideal of removing violent people from other people. But I believe that if... If we were able to achieve such a state of conditions where people were not more prone to violence because they live in poverty or violent communities or any of this, you know, I think that violent criminals in this hypothetical scenario should be cast out like fucking lepers because you're too much of a liability. And so it's not the state's role to rehabilitate you. The government can't tell you who's a good fucking person. Be gone, bitch! But as it stands now, you know, I'm sure that the conversations will graduate. Right now we're talking about abolishing the police, but we're, you know, people are already talking about, and, uh, you know, black activists have been talking about this since before the fucking 70s, you know. I would say that most of the, the most work that most people are familiar with comes from, like, the 70s. But black liberation theorists and activists have been talking about abolishing prisons abolishing police for forever in america you know and it's great to see people finally having this discussion so don't fuck it up don't talk into your ass don't talk out of your ass if you're not familiar with the kinds of things they've been writing about for over 50 years now you know because you're doing a disservice to the efforts the very noble efforts but i'm sure the conversation it's already starting to go there in the now but i think it will continue to talk about things like abolishing prisons the same idea is central people aren't saying they don't believe in keeping violent criminals away from <laughs> other people you know they're saying for one that nonviolent criminals shouldn't even be in jail it's just an excuse uh, half of the time for throwing young black men in jail for decades and decades off a weed charge or something, you know, nonviolent criminals, why are they in jail, period, you know, and then beyond this, like, violent criminals, I mean, we, they do have to be removed from the rest of the population because they are a, uh, a liability, and I think that a lot of them can be rehabilitated and re-entered into society for some of the reasons I was just talking about. Because a lot of the people who get involved in violence, in gang violence specifically, live in violent communities where sometimes entering a gang is your best chance at survival, you know? It's not like these people are just sociopathic killers that were killing their pet cats like fucking Ted Bundy when they were five years old chopping it up and like fucking it or like whatever the fuck he was doing, you know? These are people, a lot of people who entered into gangs for protection because they lived in violent neighborhoods, you know? These kinds of people I think absolutely can be rehabilitated and we should work on that sort of a thing. But you know, there will always be Ted Bundy types and even he is influenced heavily by external variables like pornography oh i said it um you know but ted bunny's always going to be around like what are we going to do we're not gonna i don't want to we don't 
It doesn't matter if you can or can't rehabilitate Ted Bunny. Just get the fuck out of here. You know, that's it. That's it. Amelia, slavery literally transitioned from fields to prisons. Literally. That word literally is very cold for, Amelia. Look at the 13th Amendment. I'll read it. We, we talked about it at our last meeting on Sunday. I will read the text of the 13th Amendment out loud to you right now. Are you ready? This is the amendment that abolishes slavery. Are you ready? Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Look at that. Slavery is abolished, but, but criminals can still be slaves. How about that? And isn't it suspicious? Isn't it suspicious? what percent of the prison population is black pretty fucking suspicious huh I mean at least compared to uh, the what percent of the US population is black it's a little weird it's a little weird Ayla you should watch the documentary 13th on Netflix oh okay didn't even know that didn't even know that Reading some of the comments. Barbie, uh, you were talking about domestic abuse and sexual abuse again. Especially when talking about sexual abuse, more often than not, it's within the family. Another reason why people don't go to police. The carceral state won't serve the victim justice or the family. You know, this is too much of a topic to talk about right now. But, um... The issue of rape, period, and how rape should be treated under law, I think is very, very complicated. And we need feminist geniuses, really, to help us out here. I was reading a Catherine McKinnon essay recently. I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it in here. Let me find it. Uh, I think this is it. Nope, that's not it. Hold on. Catherine McKinnon rules. She brings up um, a lot of really interesting... Fuck, I can't find it. One second. Damn it. Once I find it, I'll post it in the comments. But this is a really, really interesting debate that I think nobody is really equipped to have. Because, you know, the very premise of... The very premise of why rape was illegal, period, and treated as illegal, kind of has to do with crimes against property, you know? This is why intramarital rape was not seen as a crime until very recently in American history. I'm not entirely sure when. I'll look it up. 
when was intramarital rape illegal but this is why because you know it wasn't seen as rape if it's um uh your husband because he, he is your owner you are his property that would not be rape you know Okay, marital rape was not a crime in all 50 states until 1993. So it's interesting, too, because the very question of how rape is structured as a crime under law, I think, is problematic to begin with. I know the feminist Jermaine Greer has gotten into a lot of hot water for what she has said here. Um, and I don't want to misquote her because she has a lot of really complex arguments she makes in this arena, too. But she says that, um, she says that she doesn't think rape can actually be prosecuted in any real way under law, uh, at least when it comes to, well, well, because it can't really be proven, you know, the entire idea of rape hinges on consent and consent is a thing that really is not provable. It's absolutely true that even when it is provable, men just won't believe you. The judge won't believe you. The jury won't believe you. But this is not simply, I think a lot of people want to make it simply, but it's not simply an issue of sexism and prejudicial bias and, oh, people just can't come around to believing women it's also an actual problem with the very concepts at play here consent is not a provable thing i cannot prove i did not consent to something unless there's some sort of evidence and evidence usually doesn't exist when it comes to rape cases you know so i think that while it's true that sexism itself and prejudicial bias is a huge obstacle to a thing like prosecuting rape i think that we too should also be really looking to feminists such as katherine mckinnon who has so much criticism of the concept of consent itself she says that consent is this kind of liberal super western ideal that really is kind of problematic and patriarchal in and of itself and insufficient to a thing like helping women escape fucking rape a worldwide phenomenon you know uh, but I think that this is really problematic how rape is structured under law period this is something we need to talk about deeply 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 it's one of the most complex concepts i've ever had to think about my brain is just hurting thinking about it again katherine mckinnon look her up mm. god damn it i wish i could find this fucking essay i believe it's called feminism marxism method and the state toward a feminist feminist jurisprudence this is it but i found the pdf online yeah, consent is definitely a problematic concept, and it's liberal as fuck. I mean, how often do we see consent used as the thing to shut down any arguments about how so many women feel as if pornography is incredibly degrading and dehumanizing the kinds of content we see? People are like, well, this person consented to it. What the fuck does consent have to do with fucking anything, you know? People can be consent to be treated with racist abuse, with sexist abuse, but the reality is, like... Women did not consent to living in this world where we even have uh, have to make a decision. Do I consent to being dehumanized and degraded in the eyes of society or not? Like, where's that fucking consent? Consent is a meaningless concept. But as a meaningless concept, it's really interesting to think about how this plays into things like rape uh, jurisdiction, jurisdiction, prosecution, prosecuting for rape, you know, because this definitely 
problematizes the entire question. Obviously, rape should be illegal, but what grounds should it be prosecuted on? Because I think if we really want to make a change and have less women suffer rape and other kinds of sexual abuse, then maybe it's in our best interest to change exactly what grounds rape is illegal on, you know, and also to proactively fight it more before it happens, which is bothersome to a lot of people because a lot of people will be like, oh, like, you know, don't tell women to do this or that or taking precautions, period, is not the the problem. We have to teach men not, not to rape and all this. It's like you can't teach men not to rape, you know. We do have to create safeguards for women. We have to make safer places for them. We should be campaigning for fucking female buses, female trains, female Uber drivers, female housing. Fuck it. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. I just wanted to talk about abolishing the police. And I'm glad to see that you all seem to be in general agreement with me. I don't think any of my listeners would be any of these idiots out here ranting about peace and love and kumbaya. And that's really what we need to work towards nonviolent. They're completely derailing the conversation, you know. This is, abolish the police is not some analog for end all violence and end all and uh any ideas of an armed force of people you know we live in america where everyone and their fucking granddad has a fucking gun like that sure maybe maybe centuries down the road but like we're in 2020 when everyone and their granddad has a fucking gun like we're going to need people with guns to stop people with guns at a certain point it's just the facts you know so shit um that's it okay i'm gonna get out of here thanks everyone it's been 40 minutes like i said please shut your fucking mouth if you don't know what you're talking about and learn about shit and come to our come into our free discord server if you want to learn about shit we're going to be reading some police abolitionists prison abolitionists We've already read the U.S. Constitution and we're going to read it fucking again because we need to know what the fuck we're dealing with. And thank you for that documentary recommendation, the 13th. Going to look into that. Again, if you want to join the free Discord server or our private Discord server, go to www.phenomenology.club. If you're looking for the link to the uh, free Discord server, then go to the public outreach section. It's new. It's in there. Um, was I going to say anything else? I don't think so. We're also on Spotify. Great for us. Uh, leave comments. I'll, I'll, if I find the PDF to that Catherine McKinnon essay, I know I have it, then I'll post it in there. Be reading, be thinking, be doing shit, and don't be stupid. And as always, oh wait, and give me a thumbs up, please. Please give me a thumbs up. And after you do that... Stay trippy.